بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد We express our praise and gratitude to Allah Ta'ala We seek blessings on the Prophet Peace be upon him Continuing our exploration of the Quran One bara, one juzah at a time We are now on juzah number 10 And we are in Surah At-Tawbah Surah number 9 okay. So my first question Is a difficult question I ask you so, Usually it comes at the end But now it's at the beginning I had 27. Okay, so you said that as long as someone goes like walking to Allah, Allah will run to him. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you seek forgiveness, mm-hmm. it's you walking to Allah. Mm-hmm. So you should, and I could be getting like the meaning wrong, not in the eye, but in general. Mm-hmm. But it's like, so if you seek forgiveness, wouldn't Allah forgive you? Inshallah. Inshallah, okay, but then over here it's saying, Mayishah. So I'm just like, okay, so... Yeah, so this is an important point in terms of uh, when we take an ayah on its own versus uh, taking an ayah and combining it with everything else. So if on the uh, if you take the ayah on its own, it seems like we can interpret this to say that maybe he won't accept repentance, right? But uh, if we take all the ayahs together, it seems as though either he is always accepting repentance or... Uh, he is accepting repentance so long as the request is sincere. You know what I'm saying? That you still have that expression. Dun, yeah, because I'm trying to understand, like, when you include all the ayat together, yeah. how, do you, how do you interpret that? Yeah, so so think about, uh, you know, مَنْ ذَا الَّذِي يَشْفَعُوا إِنْدَهُ إِلَّا بِإِذْنِي So, sorry, my accent's very bad. No, but yeah, okay, I guess what you're saying. Yeah. You're like, yeah. Okay, the الَّذِي Okay, so no one will forgive you unless you like. So basically, the point being that okay, so who will give shifa except as Allah allows? Yeah. But it makes it seem like he's not going to allow it to anyone, right? But we know he's giving the Prophet peace of him the the idan of of shifa, the Quran, so forth and so on. Yeah. So likewise here. But like, where did you get that from? From other passages, which we can find inshallah. I mean, there's many, many hadith supporting us, right? That even if your sins are as high as, as a mountain, as, as Ohad, then inshallah, then Allah Ta'ala will still forgive you. If he wants to, because it says many, yeah. Right, but when you put it all together, it, you don't go with the minimum meaning, you go with the maximum meaning. So what is the maximum meaning? So who are the people of many, yeah? So meaning anybody who is seeking Tawbah. But some people do argue that um, he may not forgive big sins okay. but he will forgive small sins so it's not about the person it's about the sin right? it's often about the sins yeah okay mm-hmm. okay I uh, 29 yes can you talk about the whole like oh mm. because I looked at that before it and I was just talking about how they shouldn't enter yeah. the message head on so you're saying like oh if anonymous enters the message then you should kill them uh, I don't see that here in this ayah. Yeah, I know, but because I was trying to figure out, like, with context, usually, yeah. Yeah, with context, because usually you look back and he says, oh, mm-hmm. if they fight you, then you should fight them, but mm-hmm. when does it say that? Yeah, here, then we would combine this with other ayat, like in Al-Baqarah, you know, fight those who fight against you, but do not uh, uh, initiate hostilities. Okay. Right. So here it seems more like who are the people that we are allowed to fight if we get into fighting. Okay, so they... They reject Allah in the last day. Mm-hmm. Um, 
they do not follow or they do not believe that what is haram is haram. Okay. They do not embrace the deen. So if you are living like in a Muslim state, which like there are no Muslim states now, yeah. you're allowed to like just go after random... Now, I mean, it seems here, if we take the whole rest of the ayah, uh, I wonder if qatilu here refers to armed conflict, or it's referring to the fact that, all right, um, that okay, if you are not Muslim in a Muslim land, you have to give jizya. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Right? And if you're refusing to give jizya, then either you leave or you have these options. And then, oh, I have 30. Okay, I never knew that the Jews said that there was a son of God. So I, every single Jewish person I've talked to, every single rabbi I've talked to is not familiar with this. Oh. So the closest uh, one rabbi said maybe it was true of the Jews of Medina. Right. Um, but I've never met any any rabbis who said, who said that they were familiar with any Jews who are claiming that Uzair, Ezra, is the son of Allah. Okay, who is Uzair? He was a prophet. Oh, okay. Yeah. They said, like some trying to figure it out with me, said that he was a major lawmaker, and it could mean that they were they took his law over the law of Allah, you know, as we'll see in the very next ayah. But um, in terms of actual belief, you know, just like Masih ibn Allah, that we know many examples, right? But I've never seen anything about this in terms of Uzair. And this is one of the reasons why I say we have to be careful about saying the Yahud in the Quran are the same as the Yahud of today. Okay. This is one perfect example of that. Okay, Ayah 67. Ooh. Okay, the whole... Nasullah fanasi nasiyahum. Okay, because you know that like Allah doesn't forget anyone. Mm-hmm. So what does he mean by this? Yeah. What do you think it means? So it's like if you forget Allah, like Allah just not going to like Almost take sir. care of you. Not going to mention you. So think if you forget Allah, then Allah is not going to mention you. To, it's not going to send any angels to support you. So people who aren't like prophets are like mentioned, or like really, really good people are mentioned as angels. So here we're saying people who've forgotten Allah. Yeah, I'm talking. So okay, so so people who do remember Allah, even though they're not like oh pious and righteous and like unfirdos, they are also mentioned. Yeah. Really. Mashallah. Like right now, aren't uh, aren't angels present? Sure. Inshallah, yes. And every time we're mentioning Allah, isn't He mentioning us in a more noble setting? Is yes. He mentioning us, or that's a, that's are a the angels just like telling Him? No, that's, it's a hadith. It's both. But one hadith is that if you're mentioning Allah in in a circle, He's going to mention you in a more noble setting. And it's just like as simple as that. Well, I mean, what you can infer from that, then Inshallah, one is the honor. Okay. But if you don't care about the honor, then that's one thing. But, but I mean, yeah. like, it's as simple as, like, all you have to do is, like, mention Yeah. Mashallah. That's a good deal. What? Nothing. Okay. Okay. Um, 
There's another ayah that we'll get to, I think it's in Surah Maryam, where it says, they forget Allah, and Allah has made them forget themselves. So, what does that mean? Like, even forget, you know, whatever is good for you. You lose your way. But that's because they did that to themselves, though. Yeah. They forgot Allah. So Allah made them forget themselves. But is it because they forgot Allah, they just forgot themselves? Or is it... Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like, no. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> like their actions made them forget them. Because they kept doing that. Mm-hmm. They forgot mm-hmm. Or is it that like Allah was like, okay, you can forget yourself. Or like, how, is it, how does it work? Isn't it because like when you keep doing something bad, you just lose yourself? Yeah, or is so it that Allah's like... It's different because it's okay. There's one thing where it's like you're doing it to yourself. So, so think about it this way. Think of the opposite. Every time I commit a sin, uh, I'm vulnerable, uh, um, so vulnerable that I can fall off the right path right then and there. Mm-hmm. But it's the rahmah and the fadl of Allah that I don't. Okay. So if I keep committing a sin, it may be that Allah Ta'ala will not give me that rahmah. Yeah, but it's, so, but the thing is, but then it's not Allah pushing you off. You, you're doing I'm the one yourself. who's doing it, yeah. Yeah, but he just didn't decide to like save you because you kept Right, they were saying it's cause and effect. Yeah. I'm the one who forgot Allah, and then as a result, he's making these other things happen too. Okay. Okay. We'll get back. We'll just Inshallah. Like, yeah. I know I'm going to ask. Okay. Um, uh, okay, so basically, yeah, again, like he put the hypocrisy in their This heart. he's put in their hearts, yes. Okay, yeah, can you explain that? Because I thought, you know, if they're just hypocrites, they did that to themselves, like they mm-hmm. ruined their hearts. But is it that Allah ruined their hearts or they ruined their hearts? So here, the the way, let's think about it from the perspective of the hypocrite, him or herself, okay? Right. The hypocrite themselves, what does Allah Ta'ala do? If you're going down the path of hypocrisy, he lets you go and go and go and go, mm-hmm. okay? And so, what is it saying here that some of them, uh, he's going to let them go to the point that they're stamped with hypocrisy? Okay. If you're looking at it from the perspective of the hypocrite. Just like, you know, you know the hadith of the kazab. That, you know, you someone will keep lying and lying and lying until they get stamped with as a liar. Yeah. Or likewise, someone will keep telling the truth, 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 until they get stamped as telling the truth. Okay. And so, this can also happen with a person in terms of hypocrisy. So it's not like, oh, they're being hypocrites and then Allah puts more hypocrisy in their Yeah, I think that part's even secondary for the, for the meaning here. Okay. I think the more important part is that I can persist in my hypocrisy where I get stamped as a hypocrite. Okay. That's very scary. That is it for today. That's all? Yeah. All right. You know, the eyes and hypocrisy used to scare me so much. Um, like, 30 years ago, I used to write these articles about Islam, mm-hmm. and I'd look at these random books to take information from them, and one particular book, every time I'd open it up, I'd open up on the page of hypocrites, over and over and over again, and finally I realized, why do I keep opening up to this page? And then that started waking me up. Yep. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika, nashadu wa la ilaha illa anta, nastaghfiruka natubi ilayk, wa akhir da'wana, and alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.